0: All right, let's have another word of prayer before we get started again. Ask God's guidance. Father, thank you for our first part in this lesson. I pray, God, you'd give us wisdom, understanding, help our understanding, Lord, to grasp hold of the things in the Word of God. May your name be lifted, exalted, magnified. And, Lord, when we leave here today, we could say that we tried to lift you. And, Lord, I pray that you could say we tried to lift you. But I pray, God, that, uh, Lord, we not do this for vain glory or for self-glory, but God that we might learn as your people. God we love you and you love us and Lord we want to pray today that you'll touch us in such a manner we'll not only take this but apply it to our life and be able to use it in the day's ahead. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now let's go back please to Revelation, I mean to uh, Genesis chapter 12 and I want to point out just a few things. You can take that 12th chapter of the book of Genesis, and then read through the 12th chapter on down, especially through chapter 22, 23, 24, in that area, and actually you read the whole chapter of this and you'll find that there was something. I'm going to turn to chapter number 37 of the book of Genesis. Now this is not in the chapter 12s I've been talking about in previous We'll go to another one of those in a minute. But I want you to go to chapter 37. And this will tell us who the woman is in chapter 12 and verse number 1. You're going to find it. Now, we'll go to chapter 37 and verse number 1. He said, These are the generations of Jacob. Now, who is Jacob? God changed his name. What did he change it to? Israel. Israel oh. 37 1. 37 1 Genesis hmm 37 one 37 1. Jacob dwelt in the land that's right. it oh, okay. his father had stayed. okay okay you. All right. but Jacob is Israel right okay and Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan these are the generations of Jacob. Joseph being 17 years old was feeding the flock with his brethren. And the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and with the sons of Zilpah, the father uh, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. I'm reading a lot more scripture. Uh, then uh, maybe you think we should, but I want you to see this. Now, Israel loved Joseph. Now, Israel, he called him uh, Israel here, Mm -hmm. more than all his children, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren... They hated him mm-hmm. and could not speak peacefully, peacefully unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brethren and they hated him yet to more. Now, this is important. Listen to me. Yeah. Verse 6, and he said unto them, here I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field. And lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood round about and made obeisance, at worship, to my sheaf. Mm-hmm. Now, in other words, Joseph is telling the story of what's going to come of Israel. Right. And his daddy's going to recognize it. Verse 8, And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us? Or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. That's what's happened to Israel all these years. Yes, sir. That makes them hate him. Every time God blesses Israel, the world hates right. uh, the Jew. Yes, sir. And he dreamed yet another dream and told it his brethren and said, Behold, I have Dream to dream more. And behold the sun. What? What what? What is that chapter twelve? A woman clothed in sun in the sun. All right. Said and behold, I have dreamed to dream more, and behold the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance. Now why did he say eleven? He's the twelfth one. He's the twelfth one. See? and he told it to his father and to his brethren and his father rebuked him and said unto him what is this dream that thou hast dreamed shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee to the earth he got it yeah. he called it all he was. and his dream envied him but his father observed the saying and his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. Now you can take that right there, do what you want to with it, but it's nowhere else in the Bible mentioned about the sun and the moon and the stars. That's right. said, so that I ought to tell you it. what it is in chapter 12, verse 1. It's Israel. Yes, sir. Right. That's right. Now, let me show you something else about it, and then we'll come back and do what we were doing a while ago. Let's go back to Revelation chapter 12. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she being with child, travailing. I want you to keep that thought of travail and travailing in your mind, travailing in birth, and pain to be delivered. Now, you remember when I started, I said, let's notice where it says, a great wonder. Yeah. I want to remind you, that the birth of Jesus Christ, was a miraculous birth. She was a virgin, never known man. That was the miracle, of the virgin birth, that produced Christ. But what got me to thinking is, what is this great wonder? And it's only mentioned one time. Great wonder is only mentioned one time in the Bible. So the Lord's trying to tell us in chapter 12 that this this woman is something special, unique. Just like the virgin birth, it's miraculous. So the the birth of the Jewish people will be miraculous as well. So you don't see much detail on that, so you have to go back to the Bible. Let's turn to Isaiah chapter 66. That's the last chapter of Isaiah. And this like to blow my mind. I read it about 15 times before... I finally sat down and shot up and said, Lord, you know what you're
1: doing.
0: It just kept reading and I said, it can't be. This cannot be. This cannot be. 66. Isaiah has 66 chapters and God gets through to close out the book of Isaiah and he throws this big uh, nugget right down in our lap. And it's going to be in verse number 7. Isaiah 66 and verse 7. When you get there, kind of nod or something. Let me know you're there. Isaiah 66 and verse number 7. Now this is going to take a little bit of uh, thinking. I'm not twisting the scriptures. When I seen it, I thought, yep, that's, uh, it don't mean what it's saying. But God ain't never said anything he didn't mean. Amen. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 66 and 7 says, before she travailed. Before she travailed. Yeah. You know what travailing is, don't you? That's when the pains come. Mm-hmm. Amen. Three times, mm-hmm. carried my wife to the hospital. Yep, that's what happened. She had travail first. The pains come first, ladies. You know that. Amen. She brought forth. Before she travail, before she had pains, she brought forth. Is that a miracle? Yeah. Before her pain came, she was delivered of a man-child. I've never heard of that. It's a miraculous birth.
1: Amen.
0: Who? That's right. Backwards. Who hath heard such a thing? Uh-huh. <laughs> Ain't you? I love what the Bible says. <laughs> huh? Impossible. Huh? It's impossible. Well, so is the virgin birth. Amen. That's right. God's but, proved it. God. Hallelujah, brother! I tell you, it's good. <laughs> Now what he says, he says, shall the earth be made uh, to bring forth in one day? Have you ever heard people say a nation be born in a day? Have you ever heard that? Yes, 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 yes. All right, here it is. Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth... Her children. Zion is Jerusalem. Now here it says as soon as she travailed, she brought forth. Well, I'm going to look at this, I want to show you something, and you'll see it in a minute. Shall I bring to the birth and not cause to bring forth? Shall the Lord uh, shall I or or saith the Lord, shall I cause to bring forth and shut the womb, saith thy God? You take those three verses. Here's what's happened. Israel has already brought forth the child. Right.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. It is the child. Amen. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ. You see that? Yes, sir. She's already produced the child. But Israel didn't go through any pains to bring forth that child. Those pains are going to be. The last half of the tribulation period, when all chaos and a time of Jacob's troubles come, she's going to have the pain later.
1: Yeah,
0: right. she's done brought forth the child. Do you understand that?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Does that sound far fetched? Yeah. You see it. Well, I'll tell you right now. I, I hold to that. The, I, if I didn't have Isaiah sixty-six, I wouldn't hold to. It. You said, was well, it said anywhere else? How many times you need it? Amen. 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 <laughs> yeah. I Amen. <laughs> one time. Amen. Got it. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm one. That's why it says a great wonder. Right. A great wonder. <laughs> praise God! I like it. I like how the Bible comes together. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go back to something else. Let's go to the the next book in the Bible that uh the 12th chapter we want to go to will be Exodus 12. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Leaving.
0: Have you huh? Leave it now. Yeah, you know you know I'm Huh? Hey, Genesis 12, Exodus 12. <laughs> When you get to Exodus 12, I'll tell you what we've got there. We've got the Passover. They're just coming out of Egypt, the world, and they're going into the land of Canaan supposedly, but to get sidetracked to the wilderness. Now that wilderness uh, is not the wilderness of Revelation 12. We'll go to that later. We look at these things, and we'll see that in verse number three, Exodus twelve, we find a lamb. In verse number four, we find the lamb, and in verse number five, we find your lamb, or verse number six, I guess it is one of them, one of them two. Then, uh, so let's read it. Verse 1, And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. See, God talks about the first month, the seventeenth day, the twentieth day. Those those are all significant. Those numbers are not put in there for just to take up space. I ain't going to get into them today, but we find it says there, He says, verse 3, Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel. This is just to the Jewish nation. Saying, in the tenth day of the month, of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb. Mm -hmm. A lamb. The whole world has a lamb. Mm -hmm. The whole world has one that's already died for them. Christ. He's just an a lamb here. See? He's a lamb. But a lamb is no good to us until something happens to that lamb. Right. According to the house of their fathers, a, a lamb, mentioned twice, foreign house. Every one of us in here had a lamb. Verse 4 said, And if the household be too little, for the lamb. Now he changes it. It's not an a lamb no more. Now it's a s- specific lamb. Our lamb is the lamb of God. He's a specific lamb. Nobody else died for me but the lamb. And it said, let him and his neighbor take an uh, ex under the... His house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make you your count for, there's that, the lamb again. Mentioned twice there, twice in verse number three. Then he says in verse five, your lamb, now when's it become your lamb? When that lamb has died and the blood has been applied, it's your lamb now. Amen. I had a lamb, but if I hadn't done anything with that lamb, amen, he would never become the lamb for me. And until I took him in my heart, received him and believed on him and trusted his blood, he would not have become my personal lamb. Now he's your lamb. Shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. I got a little outline I want to give you on this. This will be good. In verse 3, he's a lamb. Verse 4, he's the lamb. Verse 5, actually verse 4, ain't it? Uh, verse 5 is he's your lamb. Now, in Genesis three fifteen, I love that verse of Scripture. That's when God promised that the head would bruise the heel, the heel would bruise the head of, you know, it's talking about Christ and uh, Satan and he is the lamb that's promised from Genesis he's the promised lamb in Genesis 3 15 in Exodus chapter 12 down through verses 1 through 5 he is the provided lamb God provided or at least told them what they need to do he is the provided lamb and then we find in all the sacrifices from that time forth, right here at the Passover, all the way through the Bible, well, all the way through the Old Testament, he has been the portrayed lamb. Ever lamb, where it be a bullock, a goat, a pigeon, or a turtle dove, those were the portrayed lambs of God, and they portrayed. Christ coming and dying on the cross of Calvary. So he's portrayed. Every time an Israelite or a Gentile offered a sacrifice. They are saying this portrays the one who's coming. They didn't know how he's coming except through a virgin. You understand? They didn't find that till they got over in the Word of God in Isaiah. They didn't know it here. But ever sacrifice betrayed that the supreme sacrifice was coming and then in Isaiah 53 Isaiah come up and tells him about the lamb and he's the lamb prophesied there and all through the book of Isaiah God prophesied that lamb. Then you get uh, to his birth and when you find his birth actually taking place amen. He is the presented lamb. They present him to the world. God, through the to the angels and to the shepherds and to the world, he presented the lamb. Now, he's not the crucified lamb yet, but he's been presented to us. God's following his, his pattern and his promises. And then we find that he, in Acts chapter number 2, after he died, Well, let's go one for for that. We find at the cross of Calvary, he became that precious lamb. He's dying for all mankind. And then when he rose and back from the dead and so forth, in Acts chapter 2, when the power of God fell and Peter stood up and preached, and 3,000 souls got saved, that was the Lamb of God that's proclaimed. Now he's been proclaimed throughout the world for the last uh, 2,000 years. We are proclaiming the Lamb. Amen. Amen? Then you get to Revelation chapter 4. Church has done called out. We're with him. And what are they doing? They're praising the lamb. They all fall, fall at his feet. Amen. Around the throne. Then you get in Revelation chapter 5. And they're looking for somebody to open the seals. And they find one that's there has prevailed. He said he called, I call him the prevailing lamb. And then him. Chapter 19 of the book of Revelation. You can add to other things to this if you wanted to, but in the 19th chapter, he's the coming Lamb. He's coming back. You'll find out that he is the perfect Lamb and the sacrificial lamb. And he is the uh, uh, the sacrifice of all sacrifices. Amen. 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 Won't need or nothing. So I just looked at chapter 12 and got that. Now the next book. We're going to go to, we're going to skip, ain't you glad we're not going to go to every book in the Bible, we'll never get out of here. But the next thing I want to point you to is Daniel, Daniel chapter 12, I'll give you time to turn there. Daniel chapter 12 is a very interesting chapter, looking at it this morning. And in Daniel chapter 12, uh, we want to look at these and, 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 and see it. This 12th chapter, the last chapter of the book of Daniel, I call it the book that God seals up the prophecy. Daniel's a book that hadn't been preached on as much until the last 10, 15 years. It's been preached on the last 100 years more than it was prior to that. But now, uh, ever preacher, his brother, wants to preach out of the book of Daniel. And uh, we do that. And I'm noticing I'm preaching things that I don't know why in the world I'm preaching things now a little bit different than I did. And, and somebody said, you're just trying to... No, no. I believe it's necessary. Amen. The things I'm preaching today, I feel like, is something we need to know today. You didn't need it yesterday or last month or two years ago or ten years ago. You need it now because I believe we're so close. Amen. To the Lord's coming that we need to be... We need to recognize it. Yes, I'm going to tell you, it's about over for the church as far as the revivals and and uh, the, the the camp. I remember when we used to get 10, 20 people saved in a revival meeting. Yes, sir. Go two weeks. weeks. And now you can go two years and not even hardly get up you know, anybody. Matter of fact, nobody wants to repent. Right. Right. What we want to do, we don't see anything wrong with our lifestyle. Uh, we, we think we correspond to the Word of God when we don't even know the Word of God. Amen. I was looking at uh, the book of Ephesians last night. I don't know when I'll get to preach this, but in the book of Ephesians, the things that we need to do. And if I look at them things and I say, we're not doing these things today. And so we're not special or different, and we're not changing the lives of men and women because our lives are just as bad as theirs are. Amen. Right.
1: And we think we're doing the right thing. And we way. think we're
0: doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. We're giving ourselves a, a thank you, buddy, a pat on the back. Yep. And we're not even doing nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. We're just following along with them. And uh, that's why it's important in this day to make sure we live cleaner than we've ever lived. Amen. And even though you think you're living clean, we ain't clean. No. Amen. Well, Daniel chapter 12. Let's just read that part. He said, And at that time shall Michael stand up. That's the one we talked about in Revelation. You see, all these I'm giving you is about the Jewish nation, the Jewish people. He said, and at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince, which standeth for the children of thy people. I'm glad of that. I'm glad we've got an angel that will fight for us.
1: Amen. Amen. He's
0: our fighting angel. And there shall be a time of trouble. You hear this? Mm -hmm. Such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time, and at that time, thy people shall be delivered, delivered, I love that word, delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. Amen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's different about that in the New Testament preaching? Got to get your name in the book. That's it. <laughs> Amen. I mean, Old Testament. Somebody said the Old Testament is different. They had to have their name in the book over right. there. You're right. Did they? Sure. Amen. I, I, I ain't going to argue nobody talking about people in the Old Testament saved different. A told me, he said, they're saved by works and faith in the Old Testament. New Testaments are saved by faith. And then when the church is called out of here, they're going to be saved by works and faith again. And I said, the Bible said, for by grace through faith are you saved. And that's New Testament. he said, I said, yep, that's absolutely right. That's New Testament. But that carries and covers to the Old Testament to the New. God don't have one means of salvation for the lost, the Old Testament, and for the New Testament. He died for the Old Testament just like He died for the New Testament. The same blood saves a Jew that saves the Gentile. Amen. Nothing different. You don't even have to hold your mouth different just got to have the same heart belief.
1: Yeah,
0: Believe in Him. All right. Praise God. Now, verse 2 says, And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. You know what that's talking about, don't you? Yes. He's talking about the rapture there. <laughs> Amen. Uh, you think the rapture wasn't in the Old Testament? There, He's tell, talking about it here. Yes. Some to everlasting life and some to shame right. and everlasting contempt. John says he has two resurrections one to the dead and one I mean to the damnation one uh, to to life and in verse 3 and they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever you won't have good good uh, standing in heaven win souls amen Somebody Amen. said, "Preacher, I don't know what the will of God is for my life. Get you a pack of tracks and hit the street." Amen. There you go. You'll be in the will of God. Yes, sir. You might God. not like it, but you'll be in the will of God. God honor Amen. you, uh, trying to win yeah. souls. Amen. Now, verse four. But thou, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book even to the time of the end. Now it's there. So God said, open now. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased. Is that right? Has that happened yet?
1: Yes.
0: Has knowledge increased? right. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Amen. The old book's up to date, ain't it? They profess to be wise, but come. Yeah,
1: that's
0: right. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Then I, Daniel, looked, and behold, there stood other two, the one on this side of the bank of the river and the other on the on that side of the bank of the river. And one said to the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the earth, how long shall it be to the end of these... What's that word?
1: Wonders.
0: Wonders. We're talking about him now. Yeah. And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever, that it shall be for a time, times, and a half. Amen. And when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all these. Things shall be finished. If anybody did not believe in a tribulation broken into three and a half years of terrible tribulation, sure and a great tribulation. After reading what we've read this morning, how could you be con- how could you be confused? I don't see how. Is it there? In front of us? Sure. I heard, but I understood not. Even Daniel didn't understand. Then said, O my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand." I'm trying to consider myself in that wise crowd. And from the time that the daily sacrifice sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that maketh desolate set up, there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. And we'll get into that number either, but that's good. Blessed is he that waiteth and cometh to the thousand three hundred and five and thirty days, but go thou thy way till the end be. For thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the days. Now, Daniel, close that in the twelfth chapter. What other chapter do you think we ought to go to in the Old Testament?
1: Twelve somewhere.
0: Yeah. (laughs) What about Zechariah 12? Had you ever seen that in the twelfth chapters? No. Amen. God knows. God loves His numbers. Now we get to this 12th chapter, huh? All right. We want to look at probably this whole chapter because it's so interesting. The Bible said in chapter 12, in verse number 1, the burden of the word of the Lord for Israel. You notice these are all for Israel. That's all we're talking about because that's what chapter 12 is about. Actually, the church is not in chapter 12. It's been, it was taken out at chapter 4 in the book of Revelation. And the church is with the Lord at them times. The burden of the word of the Lord for Israel saith the Lord, which stretcheth forth the heavens and layeth the foundation of the earth and formeth the spirit of man within him. He said, Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling. Now here's where you're going to find the pain for Israel. Does that make sense? Won't we talk about what we talked about earlier? Yeah. Behold, I will make Israel, or Jerusalem a cup of trembling. Jerusalem is the heart of Israel. Amen. That's the capital. It's the capital of the Bible. It's the center of the Bible. I say it's not the capital of the Bible, but it's uh, the center of, of the Bible. And Jerusalem is the capital of Israel. Now, you know why they put the... Uh, um the embassy in Jerusalem. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: God brought us a president in to put it in Israel. Yeah. That was a purpose. Because God already promised is going to be there. And behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people round about, when they shall be in the siege both against Judah and against Jerusalem. Notice in verse three he says, and in that day, I want you to notice that phrase, in that day. We'll, we'll mention that again in a minute. Will I make Jerusalem? Not only up there a cup of trembling, but he's going to make Jerusalem a burdensome stone. A burdensome stone can't be can't be something good for all people all that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces Mm -hmm. through all the people out of the earth uh, be gathered, or though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. Now, they're all going to gather against it.
1: That word all.
0: All. All. They're all going to do it. Yeah. This is the wind-up of the Son of Man when He comes. Chapter 19... What's going to happen? What is he's going to cut them in pieces? He's going to feed them to the birds. Mm
1: -hmm. He preached
0: on that the other day. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to... Where's the saints of God at, by the way? We're coming behind him on the white horses back to this earth. And that's what we're going to be is the uh, cheerleading team for the Son of Man.
1: Amen.
0: Got that? Yep. You see how it all folds together if you just keep studying it. A lot of this stuff I still don't know. I'm trying my best to figure it out. And I, I tell I say, Lord, I don't. And he, he, he don't seem to bother him a bit because I don't know it. Well, one day I get up and open up my Bible and he says, you see that? And I say, yep. And he's answering something I've asked him months ago. But I realized then that there were some things I didn't know about six months ago. And if you'd have told me this, I wouldn't have caught on to it no more. Our learning in the Bible is step by step. Mm-hmm. One verse at a time. One chapter at a time. Here a little. There a little. Amen. Amen. Ain't that right? Yes. Oh, Brother Tony will know more tomorrow. And he does today. Amen. And Monday he'll know more and it's one day at a time for every child of God and I'm getting amazed at the thing oh I just I I, I tell you what it humbles my heart to to give God the glory that he keeps giving me little nuggets I don't deserve that Mm -hmm. and his word is so precious I wish I'd have known this when I was in the the bassinet Yeah. don't you yeah. I'd have kicked the signs out and been preaching all my life <laughs> praise God I'll be in trouble I'll keep, this, will, this will keep you in trouble too, amen no one of the devil fights me so hard but he, he said in verse 3 and in that day verse 6 we're going to come back and read it again in that day verse number 8 in that day uh, verse 9 and it, came, and it shall come to pass in that day. Uh, you see them? Yep. And at verse 11, in that day. Praise God. I can't wait till in that day. Amen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to get to see it firsthand. Already, yes. God is going to make a difference. Amen. Amen. You won't be able to uh, put no reins on Brother uh, Goss here. We get over there, he'll be crazy for sure. Amen. Y'all will too. Thank to God, I'm already about that way. But look what he says in verse number four. There's another. In that day, saith the Lord, I will smite every horse with astonishment, and his rider with madness. And I will open mine eyes upon the house of Judah, and will smite every horse other the people with blindness. This is talking about the earth, what's happening here. Mm-hmm. On the earth, when the Lord's come back, he's coming down to put them down. Uh, everybody thinks, boy, he's going to come. He's such a loving God. But did you know this? When he comes back the next time, he's not coming back to offer a loving lamb no, sir. To, to, for sacrifice for sin. He's coming down. You know what he's going to do? To take vengeance out on them. Because everybody that's left here, when he comes back on the white horse, they've been his enemy for ages. They put him down. Not only put him down, but they put his church down. They put his prophets down. They put the preachers down. And the Lord says, that's over. I'm in charge. Revelation 12 said, I am that man that's come back to rule the earth or rule the nations with a rod of Iron. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Amen. Yep, yep. yep. Now, what I'm going to do. I'm going to be cheerleading behind that horse. Hey. <laughs> Amen. Well, where did I get to? Lord have mercy. I think it was verse, verse 5, wasn't it? Somewhere along there. Yep. Amen. Maybe I was in 4, but we'll go to 5. And the governors of Judah shall say in their heart, the inhabitants of Jerusalem shall be my strength in the Lord of hosts their God. In that day will I make the governors of Judah like an hearth of fire among the wood and like a torch of fire in a sheaf. And they shall devour all the people round about on the right hand and on the left. And judgment shall be inhabited again in her own place, even in Jerusalem. The Lord also shall say, a nation of Israel, a nation that's been so hated and despised. Let me see if I can find a little verse of Scripture. Uh, see if I can find it. I, I know where, what book it's in, but I don't know exactly the verses. But let me tell you what God said. If I if I can get to it, it's in the book of Deuteronomy, so turn there. Deuteronomy 28. You know your place there in Zechariah. But go to Deuteronomy. This is over and above. I wasn't planning on getting into this, but we will right now. What's after? Deuteronomy 28. I'm having to turn to it too. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse number 13. Deuteronomy 28, 13. Notice what God said. This is what God told Israel. He told her this back in Deuteronomy, and look what he said. He said in verse 13, and the Lord shall make thee the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has Israel been the head mm-hmm. of the world? Mm-hmm. And not to tell. God said, I'll make you the head, not to tell. She's been the tail all these years. Right. Right. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath you're not going to be on the bottom you're going to be on the top Amen. if that uh, if that thou or if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God which I command thee this day to deserve, uh, observe and to do them he's going to make them the head He said, if they observe his word mm-hmm. but he's going to in the wind up do it nobody a life in Israel no, in, in that day amen <laughs> right amen. in that day all right now we're going back in verse 7 the Lord shall also shall save the tents of Judah first and that and we give there's a lot of prophecy right there that the glory of the house of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem do not magnify themselves against Judah and we won't read on down uh, in all these. But it's in that day. I do want to slide over into Zechariah to another chapter that I just want to throw in. In Zechariah 14, verse number 1. Zechariah 14, 1 says, Behold, the day of the Lord cometh. Y'all know what the day of the Lord is? Yep. That's when the judgment of God and tribulation sets in. We're not going to see the day of the Lord in our day. All right. That's when God works on the judgment. These people can't get it all separated today and thinking that the church is going to go through tribulation, going to go through half tribulation, going to go through some tribulation. Uh, They need to read this. If they'll ever get the day of the Lord and the day of Christ all separated and find out which one's talking to what, and they ever get the judgment of God and the church, and the judgment of God, and Israel in the right perspective, and get it broke up like it's supposed to be, the Jew, the Gentile, and the church. And you'll find out how God's speaking to every one of them. He talks to the church different than He talks to Israel. He's the same God, and He's got stipulations in our life, and requirements in our life, and different requirements in their life. It's all the same. Amen. You ever wondered why? That God told Israel not to eat of certain fruit uh, uh, meats. It's got people in the day of grace in the church today so, so confused. We ain't supposed to eat catfish. We ain't supposed to eat this and that. Pork, pork. You no know pork. Mm-hmm. And they're going. To, I know people that won't even touch meat. Period. Yeah. Amen. I get tired of lettuce myself. Yeah. but I'm talking about it. I see that. You know why they're doing that? Why did God tell the Jew not to eat that? Could you just think maybe He just didn't want him? He just didn't want him to eat it because He wanted to see if he would or would not. Right. Because God sent a Scripture. You think God uh, had a different plan? Why does He let Jews eat anything they want to? Now they got a New Testament Scripture that they can. Why has the church got Jews and Gentiles in it? And with Jews and Gentiles in it, that either one of them can eat what they want to. Yeah. The Jew need what the Gentile eats. Gentile, the Bible said, you can eat anything if it's blessed to God. Now, is, is that saying that God's been mean to one? God sometimes gives us things that He just wants us to obey, yeah, and right. it's the obedience of God God's expecting out of yeah,
1: us. Yeah.
0: Even in the church day. God's give up on most of us and some of it because yeah. you know we're not going to do it. Yeah. And we're the ones that are going to suffer for it. Yeah. But He says in chapter 14, verse 1, Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations, that hasn't happened yet, Amen, against Jerusalem. A lot of them are against it but he's going to gather all nations against Jerusalem. I think I told this, maybe I told it last time or I told it in a church preaching. I don't know where I told half what I've told. But I know this. They said that, and I, I watched things like this, they said that they come out and talked about the top nations of the world. Number one is supposedly still the United States of America. I had a doubt on it when I read it. The second top nation is Russia. And I didn't have no problem with that. The top the third nation is China. And the fourth top nation of the world is Israel. <coughs> that one I didn't understand. I'm saying why they said the militarily, the top nation is America, second top nation is Russia, the th- third top nation is China, and the third top nation is Militarily, is Israel? Would you believe that?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Now,
0: Israel's right where she's at, and she she still fights for herself, but she's got God on her side. Mm-hmm. And brother, this is not just something that's happened; it's God taking care of the land. Mm-hmm. We're going to annihilate Israel. They're crying all. You talk them, the Muslims. Yeah. Our desire is to get rid of them. They're going to join one of these days to get rid of it. He said, For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle. And the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished. And half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations. And when he fought in that day of battle, or it says... Uh, as when he fought in the day of that battle, he's going to win. Amen. Yeah. Israel's going to win inside. Amen. That's why you don't want to follow them now. In verse four, it said, "And his feet shall stand in that day." Revelation nineteen, by the way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof. Uh, uh, Toward the east and toward the west, and there shall be a very great valley. And half of the mountains shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. Preacher, you really, really believe them Mountain? That mountain's gonna level down? Yeah, I do. What did it say? <laughs> I believe the Bible. Amen. 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 And then they'll go in. And that's what's going to happen. Now, when is this start going to? This stuff's going to start to happen. Matthew chapter
1: 24.
0: Look at Matthew chapter 24. you got to look at this. I've learned in the last five years or so to look at the book of Revelation in a different heartbeat and a different uh, inside of what I used to. 12 and 12
1: 24.
0: Yeah, twelve and twelve is twenty-four. You're right. It's a, it's a, it's a fruit of that. There's a lot of stuff. I ain't even got all, all that stuff at twelve done yet. We're gonna go back and look at it, man. Is it? Yeah. Amen. we will get another few more minutes. Amen. This is gonna be one of them. I hate going home today. All right. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter twenty-four. You want to find out when uh, that woman is gonna be. Sent to the wilderness. I'm gonna skip a bunch of it, huh? Bring it on. It's gonna happen in chapter twenty-four, verse fifteen. Matthew twenty four, fifteen says, When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation. What is that? When the Antichrist gets in the temple and declares himself God, and he's gonna to have to have a mark to be able to purchase, or they he's not, but all of them's gonna to have to have a mark. That's what they call the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet we read a while ago. Stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. And he's going to talk about it all the way down through there. Through verse number 22. And it says in verse 22, And except those days should be short. What? The travail that Israel's going to have to go through of the tribulation. See that? Yep. Yeah. It all comes together. Amen. I'm skipping so much, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. I wish we had time to look it up. I'm telling you. And that, he said in verse 21 For then shall be great tribulation. The great tribulation don't happen to the last half of the seven years. Mm-hmm. Which, if a rapture took place today, could be three and a half years. Now. Amen. 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 But I ain't worried about tribulation. No, I'm looking for the rapture. <laughs> Alright, you keep a looking at that. It's, it's a blessing. Let's go back to Revelation chapter 12. I want to plug in a few things that the Spirit's letting me have right now to kind of cover up. Not cover up, but unveil some of the things that you've got questions. I know I've leaving you some in some places with some questions. And I can't help that. But look at verse 5, chapter 12. And she brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. We've established the fact that that is Jesus Christ. And her child was caught up unto God and to his throne. That's where he's at now. Amen. He's been caught up there. And there was, uh, well, let's go. And the woman fled into the wilderness. Somebody said that's Mary. Mm-hmm. Mary went to Egypt.
1: That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Amen. And uh, we'll find that the Bible talks about they went to the wilderness. Where is the wilderness? Where she hath a place prepared of God. That's where it, what it is. Mm-hmm. Where's it at? Sure. A place prepared of God. Some, some people name it and they call it Petra and other things. I, I don't see God calling it that here so I'm not going to call it they're going to the wilderness. How are they going to get there? That they should feed her there, they're going to feed her, and God's going to get her there.
1: Yeah.
0: But the Bible says, when she has the child in other places, I give you chapters after and verses after verses in Ezekiel, uh, Isaiah, and Jeremiah, that as soon as she has that after the travail and she has that child, she is to immediately flee. Matter of fact, I can give it to you. In Revelation here, I mean not Revelation, but Matthew. I actually had it in my hand just a moment ago. Matthew 24. Then let them which be in Judea, in verse 16, flee into the mountains. See? And when they see that, let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of the house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes and on down through, but you got to get straight. Amen. And that's what God's going to say, them little Jews that are that have believed him and trusted him, the little remnant Jews that has made it through the tribulation, he's going to say, so far they've made it through tribulation, unless they, God cuts it off, they're all going to be destroyed, and what God's going to do is he's going to say, get to the wilderness. You stay there for three and a half years, and for three and a half years, I'm going to feed you. Yeah. You said, God going to do that? he done it before. He, right. s- he fed the Israelites 40 manna. years with manna.
1: right?
0: All that stuff. And then the devil's going to see that in the book of Revelation here. He's going to send out a flood. You see that? Let me see if I can find it again. And uh, look at verse 13. I believe I'm at the right place. And when the dragon saw that he was cast out on the earth, he per- persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. He's already said he's got a short time. I've got just a little short window to destroy Israel, and if I don't destroy Israel, I'm gonna be defeated. I've been doing it throughout all the ages trying to and I've failed. I got one more shot at it. I got all of heaven's resources in the third in the second heaven, and I'm gonna go after and I'm gonna get it this time. Mm-hmm. Got it? Yeah, well. Verse 13, 14. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness. About what God's going to do there, but God's going to get her out of there. Amen. You said, I don't believe he can do that. Right. Well, do you remember when old Ahab was off down there and uh, uh, Elijah got over and prayed, go see if he's a cloud. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't come back and he said, the size about a man's hand get out of here and oh Elijah took off and he outrun the <laughs> chariot of Ahab you don't believe God to do that again amen uh, amen Praise God <laughs> and he said that she might fly in the wilderness into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and a half time and so there it is a three and a half years yes, and the serpent cast out of his mouth one more time water as a flood Amen. He, he's done tried that already. Yeah. Praise God. As a flood After the water, and I'm not talking about the flood of Noah, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, Israel. And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. But look at verse 17. And the dragon was wroth with a a woman and went to make war with the remnant of his seed which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. That's the wind up of it. Amen. Now, I didn't tell you when I first started that Revelation 12 is a parenthetical chapter. What is a parenthetical chapter? Uh, It may be in your... uh, in your Bible, listed that way, uh, mine don't yet yeah, it does. It says, um, "No, it don't say nothing about parenthetical." Mine says war in heaven. Mine yeah, mine does, does too. But it's a parenthetical. And what a parenthetical is? There's several of them. You got a parenthetical chapter in chapter seven of the book of Revelation between the sixth and the seventh seal. Uh, The sixth seal ends up. Then (coughs) chapter 7 comes in and they seal 144,000. It's off the scene. It's kind of God puts it in parentheses. He seals 144,000. Somewhere in the beginning of the tribulation, they will be sealed. I don't know when, but God's going to tell you he's going to seal them. And there, by the way, he seals 12,000 out of every tribe of Israel. There's his 12 again. See? See? And so, uh, he's he's looking at that. 12,000 out of every tribe for a total of 144,000. So, what he does, he picks up that parenthetical. Then he comes <coughs> along and gives us another parenthetical. And that's chapter number 10 is a parenthetical chapter. And it goes down in to chapter 11 and uh, verse, uh, I don't know, 10, somewhere along there. Uh, 12, I suppose, in that area. And... Then God gets back on the subject. See, Revelation, if you look at the first six seals, it, the, the first seven seals, is the entire tribulation. But God's giving it to us there. Then He gives us a parenthetical. He gives us the tribulation again, completely, <coughs> in a different manner. About three or four times He does that. Now, maybe blowing you out of the water. But go study it. You'll find those parenthetical chapters are in there. God's giving you a little breather, backing off, and then He comes back with it again. But this time, He comes to you with the trumpets, comes to you with the vials. You see what I'm saying? All those those vials is the entire tribulation. Those trumpets are the entire tribulation. Those um, uh, seals are the entire tribulation. And then God puts a parenthetical. Well, parenthetical... Is chapter twelve, and it is not till you get to chapter thirteen, and I'll show you something. Verse, verse four, of chapter twelve, and the uh, verse three, and there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon having seven heads, ten horns, and seven crowns upon his heads. Now he don't have no crowns on. He don't have no crowns on his. Uh, heads he hasn't given his power it just shows you him here that's got power but it's not uh, given to anybody when you get to chapter 13 and I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea the sea is the world having seven heads and ten horns and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads, the name of a blasphemy. He now has given that power over to the beast. Chapter 13. Because he's got that power, the strength, he's got some reinforcement. Now he's going out to take Israel down and whip Israel. But I'm going to tell him right here, he ain't going to do it. Amen. 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 Any questions that I confuse you?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Put a lot to think on, didn't it? Yeah.
1: Man.
0: Yes. You got any questions, Tony? Tell no, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: amazed that somebody that would say that the Bible's wrong for probably somewhere. When Daniel wrote the book of Daniel, probably 5,000 years till now. Now, And it's just like Daniel started, it, John's
0: finishing it up. Yep. Shut it up, Daniel. I mean, I'm going to bring it out here. Yeah.
1: It's just. Seal it up. And make people say things God.
0: Now, some of the things I said today, you may, you may have a question with. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But I just give you what God showed me and and there's a lot of things I don't know. And we're sitting here talking about something we're not going to be around anyhow. Amen. Right. I ain't it. Right. If you don't know the enemy, you That's can't right. fight the enemy. That's right. That's right. It's right. you know going to happen. Yeah. And I know what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And it kind, of, it kind of helps me today. Yes. head off yes. of the past, yes, I got loved ones, family, friends yes, sir. Yes. that I know I need to be working on today.
1: That's, That's what hurts.
0: That's really right. That's Amen. Well, I would take a break and quit and start again, but I'm done too deep into this thing today, I and ain't my your, voice, I
1: ain't
0: my voice is just about gone.
1: I want to thank you for what you've done. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: I, I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I love, I love,
1: love it.
0: I praise God for the Word of God. I love it. That little business, 66, Isaiah 66, about that reverse birth. I'd have never believed that. I read that over and over and over. And now I read it and I say, how come I didn't get it the first time? There. So Israel has not gone through travail in pain
1: Mm-mm.
0: for the man child yet. yet. But she done brought him
1: forth.
0: Right. Right. She's suffer now.
1: She's Ain't that amazing. She's in the process of suffering already.
0: Yeah, she is yeah. right now, but not to the not to the
1: Bad
0: not, not to, to the, the birth boy, not to the real be. birth pains.
1: Right. Right. And something else you brought out about what you read or heard mm-hmm. United States was the most Prepared for war, and then Russia, then China, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not. United
0: States, as they tell. No, I, I, anyway, Israel. I am. I Israel. Israel. I
1: Hallelujah! I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Amen. about that when you said. Amen. Down. You're a holler, yeah, brother. That'd have been good.